Hi everyone, Air here. Today, I have a little bit of a bonus episode for you guys. Now, odds are you've heard about the term numerology or even angel numbers. And to be honest with you, at first, I was a little bit skeptical about knowing that numbers relate to our daily lives in more than just a mathematic type of way. In the spirituality realm, you hear numerology a lot, especially since the early 2000s. And many people coin numerology with the New Age movement. But I am somebody that likes to get to the bottom of things. And someone that also has about 100 conversations about spirituality on a daily basis with both my customers, friends, family, and pretty much anyone I meet on the street. So with that, I like to keep an open mind. With my studies, I was able to find a little bit more about numerology, angel numbers, and if they actually apply to our daily life. Is it possible that the divine is connecting to us through things like 111 or 555? Do you think angels actually communicate with us by time instead of just sending us dreams and visions? Is this even biblical? Or does it relate to the Torah or any other type of religion? These were some of my questions, and maybe some of yours. And in this short bonus episode, I want to go through them one by one with you, as someone that's both a skeptic, but also open-minded. We live in the duality, right? So let's hop into it. What is numerology to begin with? So this is where I had to put on my history cap. This is when I needed to go back in time to learn about a man named Pythagoras. Pythagoras was known as the founder of mathematics in ancient Greece. He founded schools based off of both mysticism as well as hard science math. With this, there was a little bit of duality, but back then people were way more open to blending the cultures because there wasn't really a Western versus Eastern. There's just a people. And that must have been beautiful back then. His followers and his students connected numbers and even the Fibonacci sequence to real life circumstances, assigning everything in nature on a binary level of numbers. Moving forward, we actually don't see angel numbers covered that often in Pythagoras' system. Instead, it gets more picked up as we move into biblical times or even into the 2000s from Doreen Virtue. In fact, Doreen in the early 2000s wrote dozens of different books about numerology and angel numbers, saying that angels connected with us with things like 222, 333, 444. Now, funny enough, if you go and you ask somebody that's speaking about the biblical nature of Christianity, the actual Bible, you won't find numerology in it. In fact, it's actually really clear that most of the time, if not always, when God wants to communicate with us, it's through a vision or through a dream. And that angels actually try not to communicate with us unless they're sent directly by God. So they won't necessarily send you a time at 444, at least according to biblical nature. Now, depending on your religion and your religion practices, 
it might not mean that you actually have to be biblical to have communication with God or the divine. And in fact, when you start to talk about angel numbers, it's not always angels. Like I just mentioned, a lot of people affiliate angel numbers with communications from God, but they also communicate them when it comes to spirit guides or ancestors, sending angel numbers as kind of like a umbrella term. Now that can get very confusing very quickly, but then it goes back to your individual practices for spirituality, as well as Christianity or any other religion or non-religion. So back to Pythagoras. He didn't actually found any type of angel numbers. It wasn't until much later in biblical times or not in biblical times that angel numbers became popular into the 1800s of the first century when people started relating things like 333 to having significance. Now, this is a lot of history all at once, and I give you three minutes worth of it. So if I miss something, or if there's extra to the story, please go ahead and send me this because I'm fascinated and I'm really open to learning more about the history of neurology. But fast forward, because something really stuck out to me whenever I learned about Doreen Virtue. Doreen, like I mentioned before, has wrote dozens of books about angel numbers. And in her studies, she actually describes numbers not as just a binary sequence of one, two, three, but also relating to having sound, taste, feeling, and most importantly for people in the spiritual realm, vibration. Which makes me think, maybe numerology, or even angel numbers, is what founded a lot of what we know about sound healing, and hertz, and frequencies for healing. And I'd be really interested to talk with somebody that knows more about this and how it correlates to sound, especially since I absolutely love all of my sound bowls and all of my tuning forks. There's a little bit of physics in there, of course, right? Because the different vibrations and magnetic fields of the body. So that one was really easy for me to put together as far as healing frequencies and meditation work. But I'd be curious to know if there is a bridge between numerology and sound healing. Getting away from Doreen Virtue's work and more into the end of her work, the thing that I found fascinating was the fact that she actually denounced all of her work when she converted into Christianity. Now, this goes back to me wondering, angel numbers sounds very biblical at first, but is it really correlated with the Bible itself? And for her to denounce her entire life's work up until that point to convert to Christianity makes me wonder, what exactly was the reason for the conversion? Does she believe that angel numbers weren't part of Christianity? Or was she afraid on societal terms, or even for her soul, that numerology shouldn't be part of her daily life practices anymore? And that's only a question I can really ask to Doreen herself. But it also kind of hints at the fact of if Doreen actually herself denounced this, does that mean that it wasn't true? The angel numbers, frequencies, scent, color, taste had nothing to do 
with angel numbers or a divine message from above, and only to do about selling books or a belief system that was fraught from the beginning? I don't want to sound judgmental. And honestly, I just want to know. I'm a very curious person. And I'm sure anybody that's trying to learn more about their spirituality would have similar questions and maybe is asking the same thing that I am right now. So if you're out there, Doreen, I would love to talk to you and to learn more and to know that we actually share a very similar path in that way. So the door is open. Now, when it comes to angel numbers themselves, they have all sorts of different assignments. Most of the time, People will affiliate odd numbers with being masculine versus even numbers with being feminine. I'm not really sure why, but society does weird things like that to us sometimes. They also talk about one being the number of creation versus two being the all-knowing number. And then there's master numbers like 11 and 13, which are really interesting. To become an angel number, you actually don't need to have a sequence. Sometimes, angel numbers are a single digit, like one, two, three, four. You guys get the picture, right? But most of the time, they're between one digit to four digits. And that's where time itself actually comes into play. And yes, I love a good pun. So often, people will affiliate angel numbers with sequences like 333, or 111, or 4, 44, the eyes of time. What becomes super interesting is when it's not just a single digit being repeated to begin considered an angel number, such as 3636 is considered an angel number. Now to not get too complicated, I was gonna go through a couple of the sequences, one through nine in three digit sermons that actually go into what their hidden meaning is. Now, let me preference this with we're all on a different spiritual journey, and a number sequence to me can mean something completely different than what it means to you. But if you see it often enough, and it's became your angel number, odds are you can think about what you're doing at that time, or what you're doing at that time, and see how it correlates to your life. What I mean by that is if you keep seeing 555, and you're only seeing it when you're using money transactions, maybe that is the sin within the actual message itself. So if it's 555, it might be about change. And if you're doing transactions, like money or buying things, selling things, maybe your angels are trying to teach you it's time to change your money habits. Again, it really goes back to your individual path and what you assign that number. But there is a general format that you can find online with most numbers. And I don't mind to go with that with you guys, because who doesn't love learning a little bit on this podcast? That's pretty much what it's all about. So to start with, 111 is known as a creation number, but in a sequence of three, is known about intuition. Now you guys know that I love the thought process of intuition and I have a whole different lesson about what intuition means and how to make sure that you're making the right intuitive thoughts come into reality. 
and not just wishful thinking. But that's a whole different episode or a whole different coaching lesson. And if you'd like to be coached on that individually, I'd love to message you or to talk with you more about it or even listen to your thoughts. Just book a coaching call with us and I will learn right alongside with you and guide your way. Now, if it's not 1-1-1 and we're moving back into 2-2-2, now we're correlating with what's called alignment. So your journey being aligned to the correct frequency, you're on the right path. 3-3-3 is about support. Support in whatever you're doing or whoever you're helping. 4-4-4. Now this one can actually have two different messages. And I experienced this firsthand last week. 4-4-4 is often affiliated with protection and making sure that your divine spirit and your path is protected. But also, it is a huge signal that whatever partner that you're affiliated with or whatever relationship you're actually working on is heading in a positive direction. I was actually wrapping a gift for someone that I care about a lot to be shipped. And when I saw the number on the clock, 444, I thought it was really strange. But it was also maybe a message that this relationship that I'm nurturing is on the right path. At least, I'd like to think so. 555 is just like I mentioned earlier, and about change. Change in your journey, change in your transformation, or change in your behavior. Finally, 666 is about relaxation, and everybody could really use a little bit more of that. So maybe your divine angel number is trying to tell you to take a chill pill or to take a break. 777 is about connection and it's also known as the holy number sequence. So when you see 777, basically God is on your side or the angels are on your side and it's time to proceed. 888 is about abundance and who doesn't love that? Now, abundance can mean different things to different people, though. Maybe abundant joy, love, money, resources, or maybe just health. Finally, we have 999, which is all about release, letting go, and then starting the sequence all over again. So there you have it, angel numbers. Whether you choose to believe in them, whether you don't, whether you believe in numerology, or whether you just think the Paragathers was just making it all up from the start. It's nice to think that maybe God's communicating with us in different types of ways. And maybe we have our angels and spirit guides communicating with us through numbers as well. If you're pro-angel numbers, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you're a little bit more skeptic, I'd like to know why and see if we can actually dig a dip a little bit deeper. Now, until next time, I'm hoping you 111, 555, and 999. Intuition, change, and release, and of course, a little bit of 888, because I want that abundance for you. As always, thank you so much for healing and growing with me. Hi everyone, Air here. 
If you thought this episode was powerful, just like me, I want to invite you to make a difference. Right now, all over the world, there are hundreds of thousands of victims of sexual assault and human trafficking fighting for their lives and fighting for their mental health. We have a nonprofit called Flying With Air Women Survivors that is registered as a 5013C in the state of Florida. We want to donate, we want to give, and we want to support our survivors. This nonprofit is dedicated to partnering survivors of sexual assault and human trafficking with an online therapist. This way they can receive their mental health care that they so need and deserve. Please take a moment and go to flyingwithair.org slash give and make your donation today. Every dollar counts and every dollar makes a difference for a survivor. Thank you.